Today's reading, Colossians 17 to chapter 4, verse 1. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit to your husbands, as is fitting for in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything, and do it not only when their eye is on you, and to win their favour, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not men. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be, will be repaid for this wrong, and there is no favouritism. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you, are, that you also have a master in heaven. So whatever you do, it is significant to God. I came across this cartoon that it says it's a hard day pretending to work hard. It might just be easier to do your job. There are two very significant phrases in the reading that we had just now. Indeed, there's lots that's significant within that reading. But the two phrases that I'm particularly wanting to focus on this morning are in verses 17 and 23. Colossians 3 and verse 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And then jumping on a little bit to verse 23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human beings or not for human masters. And they both have the key phrase, Whatever you do, which Mark Green pulled out particularly in uh, that opening clip of the video that is linked to uh, some of the studies which uh, some of the home groups, I think, took, uh, worked through just a year or two back concerning our daily work in honour of Christ. So working in honour of Christ is the big theme for this morning. And it's interesting, isn't it, that... In this passage in Colossians, where we have this recurring phrase, whatever you do, whatever you do, the words around them are quite specific and indeed include some very difficult themes to interpret. If we take the passage as a whole, there are comments about husbands and wives. I'm sure you noticed that when Tim was reading it. Children and parents, slaves and masters. There's a similar passage in another of Paul's letters, Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 1 to 9. And there are some challenging words within those. It would be a very different kind of sermon if I was to focus on one or other of those specific areas. But my focus this morning is on these more general words that speak about everything that we do. That whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. And actually, I think that to focus on these words helps us 
not only with the whole of our lives, but it also helps us to begin to understand some of those more specific challenges which in this passage sit around them. Let's just touch on those specifics for a moment before I come back to the main theme this morning. There is something here about family relationships and the description of family relationships here cannot be ignored. But it is one that requires careful interpretation. What does this really mean? Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives. Do not be harsh with them. To identify the right kind of relationship between husband and wife. And then the passage goes on, children, obey your parents, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not uh, embitter your children. Do not exasperate your children, the word can mean. And again, that's opening up the whole area of parenting and the child and parent relationships. And these are very complex areas. These would be a different sermon, and a fitting one uh, at another time, but not for now. But I think that the starting point in all of those relationships is to hear these general words. Whatever you do in your home and family, work at it with all your heart. And do it in the name of Jesus. Don't consider that area of life to be of secondary importance. Give it your best. Work at it with all your heart. And then the passage goes on to talk about slaves and masters, which is even more difficult to unravel because it almost assumes that slavery is acceptable. But of course, we've written, witnessed in more recent history the courageous work of Wilberforce and others in the abolition of slavery in this country and other parts of the world. But then beyond that, we've also become aware of increasing challenges and examples of what is sometimes called modern slavery, child exploitation, human trafficking, and so many tragic cases of neglect. And sometimes these words are also used to explore the relationship between employers and employees, kind of taking the idea of slaves and masters and changing it into a different language. There is some value in this, but it's not the whole story of what is being presented. There's a whole big challenge here, which again requires a completely separate sermon of another time and a lot of conversation between us to unravel the detail of it. But again, the starting point is the same. Whatever you do, slave, master, employer, employee, whoever you are, whatever you do in the working relationships of life, and whatever you do in the family relationships of life, whatever you do in all forms of human relationships, work at it with all your heart and do it in the name of Jesus. So here is a challenge for every task, for every day, for everyone. Whatever you do, whether you are a husband, wife, child, parent, slave, master, or none of those, the same challenge is to everyone because in the end, we are accountable to the same God who is our master in heaven. And indeed, one scholar writing on this text said, the whole life of the Christian." stands under the name of Jesus. The whole life of the Christian stands under the name of Jesus. And it's interesting, isn't it, that all of this follows on from comments earlier in Colossians chapter 3 about worship. Tonight I'm going to just pick out verse 15 and say something about the peace of Christ. 
ruling in our hearts. Uh, but that uh, previous passage goes on to talk about worship, singing psalms, hymns, songs in the spirit, singing with gratitude to God, and then going straight on to say, and whatever you do, do it all in the name of Jesus. There's a connection between worship and life. It's a reminder of what Paul writes elsewhere in the book of Romans, that the offering of ourselves to God as living sacrifices is actually our spiritual worship. And the two are interwoven. But let's stay with these words this morning. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's verse 17 and then verse 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, working for the Lord and not human masters. Two very similar verses and two particular challenges in these words, which are similar but not exactly the same. So we'll pick up the first one First of all, whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. What does that actually mean? That whatever you do, you do it in the name of Jesus. It means, as we've got on the screen, that every action is done on the basis that Jesus is there. In family life, those of you directly involved in sustaining a marriage relationship and parenting children, both very challenging tasks, the actions that you take at home need to be done on the basis that Jesus is right there beside you all the time. In working life, for those of you in specific paid employment, the way that you carry out your working tasks, whatever they are, should be on the basis that Jesus is right there beside you. But as we've already said, this is not just about families and work, it's about the whole of life. Leisure time is as much an expression of faith as other time. So what films you watch, what hobbies you follow, what interaction online you might have, whatever you do, it should be done on the basis that Jesus is right there beside you. Because you do it in the name of Jesus. You are living in the presence and under the authority of Jesus and your life is almost representing the name of Jesus whatever you do the balance of life also needs to be shaped by Jesus we need to think through the right balance of work and rest and we don't always get it right I recognize that uh, certainly in my life there are those times when that balance is not right and sometimes I get drawn into a particularly challenging period of time when there's too much work and not enough rest. And then it has to be redressed. For some people, the challenge is in the opposite direction. Too much rest, not enough work. There's a huge world around us with many different needs. We were hearing of just one very specific one earlier today, as uh, Jackie was highlighting this particular month of November that focuses on adoption and the combination of the promotion from home for good and the news just yesterday reflecting on this. And at times I feel that there are those of us who are sitting back, not rising 
to the call of God to engage in some form of active service and ministry, which we will do in the name of Jesus and as an expression of our faith. So easy to get too comfortable in what is, for many people, a relatively secure environment. And not to be deeply challenged by the needs that are very close as well as the needs that are further away. And some of that giving and serving and ministry will be in the context of church life. We're thinking particularly today about deacons. We've spoken about the deacons a number of times uh, a few weeks earlier. We wanted to give plenty of time to thinking into this period of nominations. But today is that culmination of that time. What is God saying to you, particularly in that aspect of service? Is it where God is calling you to serve? Whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. But whatever you do extends well beyond what might be done within the context of church life. And there are those elements of Christian faith that is expressed so deeply and powerfully in our engagement with others in other places and at other times. Whatever you do, it must be done in the name of Jesus. That's verse 17. And then verse 23, which is similar but not quite the same, is saying, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. And if there is a distinction, it would seem to me that uh, the first challenge is something about what we do, and the second challenge is a bit more about how we do it. Work at it with all your heart. Every action is done with full commitment. How? You do these things. Remember the words of Jesus reinforcing the Old Testament commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And now we're called to do everything with all of our heart. In the same way as you offer your whole life in worship to God, you offer all your time, all your days, all your activities with the same wholehearted engagement. And I think that means that we engage wholeheartedly in those elements of time which we choose for leisure and rest as much as those elements of time that we choose for work or for worship, whatever it is. All your heart. It's so easy to damage good intentions by carrying them out badly. Quality is as important as quantity. I came across this little graphic. It's very simple, but sometimes seeing these things in visual form is, is actually the most powerful way. The graphic shows a circle with a small segment labeled what and the rest labeled how. Not so much what we do as how we do it. It's about putting our whole selves into every activity. Nothing is done half-heartedly, but everything is the best that we can, working with enthusiasm. I'm conscious that my own life is incredibly varied. So many different activities that come into a typical week. That's one of the beauties of the role that I have. But it'd be very tempting 
to be more devoted to some and less to others. To consider some things to be more important than others. And I've often failed in this, but my desire and my prayer is to be equally engaged and equally committed, whatever the task. Whatever the task. Because it's offered to God and it's done in the name of Jesus. You may have an incredibly boring job. Some jobs are of that kind. Or you may have something to do in the home which is tedious and it's frustrating. And you put it off and put it off and then when you actually get to it, you are so grumpy. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. These things are important to God. And how we do these things is important to God. He's calling us to work with all our heart at everything. So how does this message affect the way that we live our everyday lives? I think we've gone a long way to answer this already, bringing together the two challenges, that whatever you do is done with all your heart, whatever you do is done as a service to Christ. We've gone a long way to answering this already, but I think there are three additional words which are important to really earth this challenge in what actually happens every day. And the first word is intentional. To think at the start of each day, what is God calling me to be and to do today? How can I best serve him in everything that I do? Maybe the first thing I've got to do is to go shopping. Okay, go shopping with joy in your heart. Uh, if it's normally something that doesn't really inspire you. What is God calling me to be and to do today? How can I best serve him in everything that I do? How can I best serve him? Uh, when I go to work, if you are in a rhythm of working life, how can I best serve him in the particular tasks and challenges of the day if your life is more flexible? Whatever it is, start intentionally. Living with purpose and living with intent. Whether you already have a packed program or whether you have time on your hands. In the spring, as many of you know, we're... Uh, keen to introduce what is called the Emotional Healthy Spirituality Course. And that uses a simple pattern of devotional reading and prayer twice a day. Time to be still before God. To read a short passage of scripture, to pray appropriate prayers. Which will help us towards living this day, this day, as God desires. Being intentional in our lifestyle. Just think for a moment, what else you've got to do today? Is it some family time? Are there people you need to contact? Are there tasks that need to be carried out? Is there preparation that needs to be done? Are there further opportunities of worship to be part of? What is the rest of today bringing? Be intentional about bringing God right into the center of that time and offering it to him. The second word is accountable. Because we know that God sees everything and we're accountable to him. But who else do you make yourself accountable to so that you can reflect 
both on what you're doing and how you are doing it. I don't think we should get legalistic about this, that there's only one way of doing things, but developing accountability is without doubt an excellent practice. Give someone else the permission to reflect back to you on how you are progressing. How you're doing, and not only what you're doing, but how it feels to others. Find a way of thinking together on how to be more honoring to God in everything that you do. It's so easy to slip back into bad habits. We need to cultivate godly behavior every single day and help one another, support one another, encourage one another in this exciting journey of living every day as an offering to God. And whatever you do, working at it with all your heart. Being intentional, being accountable. But I can't get away from the fact that the final word in my mind to really cement this is to be sacrificial. I don't see how we can live a life which is truly honoring to Jesus doing everything in his name and doing it with all our hearts. I don't see how we can do this without reflecting the full character of Jesus himself who was the servant king who gave his life to redeem us. Therefore, being sacrificial is such an important part of this. In the light of his total and unique sacrifice, it seems to me that godly living today has to be sacrificial. A long-standing friend of mine and his wife have recently started fostering. They're both of a similar age to us. They already have three children of their own who are now all young adults. And at this stage in life, they've taken on a child who had a desperately difficult earlier life. The commitment they are giving to this task is huge. But they do it gladly and willingly as part of working out their faith. Earlier in the year when we were in Uganda, we shared in an evening Bible study with a group of people, all of whom had responded to the call of God to use their various professional skills in the context of this difficult and developing country. And in the room, there was a vet, a teacher, an engineer, a doctor. And in the sharing before our prayers, each of them were opening up and expressing deep concern for others that they knew in their various home countries who were in particular need. And I could sense from their conversations of living away that living where they were in a Uganda, away from home, was deeply costly and deeply sacrificial. But they willingly did it in response to God's call. So gathering that together, it seems to me that if we're truly to serve the Lord in everything that we do, and if we're really to give it all our best, we need to be intentional, we need to be accountable, and we need to be sacrificial. Now we've had some steps, haven't we? as we've worked our way through Colossians. Steps to take each week in responding to each of the passages that we've looked at and the different areas of life that we've been thinking about, many of them focused 
very much on Jesus himself. I'm not going to take you through all the steps again uh, today. I'm sure we will pick up in that summary form a little bit later on. But just to give you the step that emerges out of today, which is quite simply that step six is to work with enthusiasm as serving Jesus. Work with enthusiasm as serving Jesus. Give it all your best. Being intentional, accountable, and sacrificial. And this is a step on our journey of hope. This is what a hope-filled life is all about. This is the way to live abundantly for Jesus and to find the deepest of fulfillment in your own life as much as any blessing that comes to others. So I'm going to ask the band to return on the, to the stage as we respond with some songs this morning. And there's space in these songs, I think, for us really just to allow God to speak. As I look around, I'm conscious of the hugely different circumstances of so many of you here today. We are in very different stages of life, and we're facing very different tasks and challenges, but we can all encourage and help one another. And most of all, we can focus on the one who is at the center of our faith and do all in the name of Jesus.